Welcome to Insurance Claims Innovation. I am Chris Tidball, Executive Claims Consultant with Second Look, where we routinely find our insurance clients millions of dollars. On our podcast, we showcase others in the insurance claims arena who are using cutting-edge technology to gain a competitive advantage. We believe that all of our guests have a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show and we will reveal how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Welcome to Insurance Claims Innovation. Today we are joined by Matt Sudica, Chief Insurance Officer at OB Insurance. Matt, thank you for joining our show today. Hey, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. So, hey, so can we start um, with a little bit about you? You know, can you tell the audience some of your background and a little bit about OB and what you're up to these days? Yeah, absolutely. So for me, as a, as a self-proclaimed insurance nerd, I uh, I love my background because um, I've been able to kind of go across uh, different aspects of uh, the insurance space, uh, mostly more on the sales side, but uh, as you'll hear from my journey, but I started off in the captive world owning a state farm. Then I moved over and built an independent insurance agency alongside a large real estate company called Century 21. Uh, started getting into the insure tech space from just consulting, helping out, being the first broker or brokerage to work with some of the insure tech carriers, which led me into kind of liking that space. Uh, I also, of course, with the Century 21, started to like the real estate space and therefore my transition over here to OB where I'm at now, uh, which is insure tech for the real estate space. So that's kind of my journey. So I've you know, been in the captive independent and then now into more of the insure tech and MGA carrier type uh, role. So um, very excited. Uh, but as you can also see, mostly on the uh, sales you sure. know, end of things as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, you know, kind of my 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 role in life, too. I mean, I spent the beginning part of my career on on the claim side of things. And then for the last 15 years or so, I've been selling essentially insure tech products back to the insurance industry. So, yep. you know, a lot, lot to be said. They don't always like when we knock on their door with our sales calls, but they sure do like our products when it feeds the bottom line. Absolutely. So, you know, the last couple of years, you know, we've seen a lot of challenges, you know, starting with the pandemic and it really kind of changed the face of really every industry across the country. But, you know, insurance seems to have had its share of challenges. You know, what are some of the things that that you and your company have faced over the the last two or three years? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest one is uh, we're kind of building out a a new space or, um, you know, a, um, you know, a new area of a space. And kind of some of our challenges, uh, I'll go with the one that's fun first, right? That's actually a, like a challenge, but it's like the, when someone says like, tell us your greatest weakness and you're like, I care too much, right? <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, so I'll tell you that one first. Honestly, we are one of our biggest challenges that's been staying at a good pace uh, mm-hmm. and then also increasing pace because we have a product, especially when we started letting the IA channel know about it, that we were going to you know, be coming there was a, such a high demand and that can be really good, but just like a lot of other businesses, if you have high demand, high orders, but you can't fulfill the factory, right. Or you can't, you know, get the product and it, it can cause some issues. So 
actually, so, you know, to start there is the demand for our product demand, you know, for the space in general has caused us some, you know, minor hiccups on our end, just, you know, needing to get, you know, our product out there. And then I think the other challenge is we were built in, you know, the pandemic. So we had all the same challenges that, you know, a lot of uh, individuals did there, you know, as far as, you know, remote work, uh, new employees, new startup. We went from like six people to a hundred since, you know, April of 2020. Um, and then the last piece is just all the hiccups. I think, you know, you mentioned a little bit about, you know, claims processes, technology, you know, we're bringing in new data sources. We're, you know, we're building out technology. Uh, we're adding in, you know, new partnerships. And with all that, there's always going to be hiccups in connecting. Uh, is the data correct? We want it to pull this way. We want the flow to work this way. Um, so just the general, also just startup blues, you know, of, yeah. uh, of going uh, through that as well. No, and it's, it's always, you know, always tough. It seems like you, uh, you're, you're, you're going down one path and you think you're on the right path and then a hiccup comes up and you got to go back to square one. And, you know, sometimes you have to start all over again and it, it can be, you know, very challenging. Um, so from a customer perspective, you know, who are your, your typical customers? You know, they're, they're, you know, what do they, you know, what do they look like in terms of, you know, businesses as a B2B as a B2C? Yeah, so we're actually D2C, uh, I always say we're D2C, but not in the traditional sense. We are direct to channel partners. So okay. our customer is the customer of one of our partners, right? Like That's how we started, meaning we uh, strive to do an embedded insurance. You know, So we wanted to partner with prop techs, uh, lenders. More where we felt like, you know, insurance is going. Like we felt that, you know, the start insurance, it was my dad in his state farm office. People just showed up because he was the guy in town and everybody liked him. Then it was progressive where they were calling you by phone. Then it was the first wave of insure tech where you go through Google and get a quote. Now I feel like the, the insurance space seems to be where, you know, the audience already is, whether they're in their Amazon account or whether they're on roof stock, you know, looking at their property or whether they're at their bank paying their, their mortgage and it's over on the right-hand side. So that's where we concentrated first was the, the DTC of the direct-to-channel partner. And, you know, we uh, took the assumptions of two things. One, how people come to you in insurance is how they leave you. Uh, right. So therefore, if people are using these other companies, they have to leave that other company to also leave us on the insurance side. So it's a sticky, good uh, opportunity. And then the other thing is we felt that we could enhance the value of these other companies by adding more tools to their platforms that allow them to keep users more ingrained in their platform uh, on there longer in their, you know, more often, et cetera. So it's been a really good business model, um, you know, where you can kind of scale through, you know, almost like a, a referral partnership type of atmosphere and then our next swing has been into the independent agency side because we feel the same way that all these are independent agents already have these amazing clients we right. just want to give them better tools and another uh you know carrier capacity if you will to provide to their clients we don't need to go to google to get their clients to come to us and like take from them we're just like hey let us let us help you just enhance right. your clients lives again same type of thing you know go through a partner who's already working with that client and we just be the tech or a resource or capacity uh, to assist. Right. Now, are you selling your, your products um, 
in a in a specific region, as in Florida only, or are you more broad than that? We're uh, we're more broad than that. So uh, we have different writing carriers, of course. So uh, a couple of our writing carriers on the MGA side were in somewhere between like 11 to 13 states. And then okay. we're actually in the process of taking over a third writing carrier that will get us up to about 42 states, 40, 42, 44 states. So uh, almost countrywide, um, Texas, Florida, New York, some of the states are a little bit uh, difficult where um, some we might never go into like a New York, which is just like a tough state yeah. uh, potentially. Uh, Florida and Texas, we would love to get more involved in. So what everybody it feels like, or everybody wants more involvement in, it's just, uh, right. it's, a, it's a tough uh, market right now to get capacity. So we'll get into them potentially in like a limited fashion, hopefully one day in a full fashion, but uh, those states are in a giant bear market right now. Yeah, well, for, you know, if I, you know, being in Florida, you know, I, I see it firsthand and having handled claims here, you know, you live it firsthand. It's, it's a tough market, but they're, you know, I'd be curious to get your thoughts on on the uh, the tort reform that that's been going on. You know, we get, first we had the special session in December focused on property, and then in this current legislative session, it was a little bit more broad based, trying to attack you know all aspects of of really insurance, you know, abuse and fraud. So, any any thoughts on that? You know, uh, just being you know honest, I am um, one thing I am terrible at is. Uh, like public events or like, uh, or, you know, uh, a lot of the um, uh, things going on with politics and state legislator, uh, Laura actually here at my office would have some amazing answers for you. But what, what I can tell you and, and talk you about what, you know, that does come across my desk a lot is just, I am seeing just the real hand effects of what's happened due to some of these things that are getting passed uh, in legislation or what clients have caused due to the, endless amounts of lawsuits and different things like that. You know, we're a right. app type business. So we've seen that on the GL side with the, you know, all the, you know, uh, incidents that they report at the apartment complex and just overall it's led to, I think not only a lack of capacity, you know, due to all this going on, but also like, an, you know, uncertainty. I, I did see a post, I think it was from DeSantis the other day where, you know, he was either saying something about citizens. He wasn't sure if it was insolvent or, you know, if there even was that anymore. So, you know, that's the high level that I kind of, you know, stick in, um, you know, yeah. with it. So that's kind of what I saw. I um, politics is always on my mind of as, along with reading chapter books of like things I want to do more of. And I just <laughs> don't dive into. So what really it is, we got to tell my two business partners and my, my bosses, if you will, that you know, I, I need they need to work me a little less so I can I can pay attention to a couple of things uh, you know happening in and around me outside of the OB four walls. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it, you know you're you're in a tough position <laughs> because I mean you know young company insure tech growing. I yep. mean it's you know got eighty hours a week written all over it. So absolutely you know, not, not and, and I got a one year old. So like if I'm not grinding <laughs> here, I'm grinding as a dad. I know nothing that like you right. know, I'm a yeah I'm a great dad, but I'm a learning dad. You know so. One oh, of the yeah. two is, is, is a startup I'm working at right now. <laughs> you know, yeah, so. well, you know, I mean, you, you, you never stop learning. We, uh, my, my wife had this brilliant idea that she wanted some chickens. And so we got some chickens. And what you learn is that, you know, they're, they're easy to get, right? It's you know, like having a kid, right? You have a kid, boom, it's easy. And, but it's not. And it's a constant learning experience. Kind of we're learning on the fly and, you know. 
$2,500 or so into this between a coop and everything else, our eggs are going to be real expensive. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, shopping at the store can be easier. Um, so, so, hey, you mentioned you, you work with uh, you work with carriers, um, you know, in a number of states. Are there any any uh, recurring themes that you're hearing in terms of, you know, these are the things that really keep us up at night, you know, just challenges across the industry? Yeah, you know, I think one, I was actually talking to uh, Laura, who, who uh, heads up our MGA, and it, I, um, I found this one to be very interesting as far as, you know, with us insurtechs coming into this space where clients can never speak to somebody, you know, there's a lot of risk, right? Like, you know, outside of just risk as insurance, but risk of you know, the clients going in, putting their information in, um, not only, you know, the, the what they provide to, you know, to the carrier, but also, you know, does our data pull, does our collection, all of that working, you know, is, you know, what does that look like, right? You know, so I know that's what keeps her up at night uh, big time is, you know, really having an understanding of, are we being compliant, not only of about the, the information coming in, are we restricting certain things so that, you know, no one ever, you know, buying something that really doesn't, shouldn't be bound, you know, shouldn't have the correct coverage because, you know, historically when everything was direct to an agent, right, where you had to call somebody or you had to have a conversation, there was somebody who could correct that someone meant to put a thousand square foot home in and they put 10 in because they put that extra zero, right. you know, how do we, how do we make sure that doesn't happen? So we're spending a lot of time because uh, we know that, you know, you can't just come into space, offer some tech and then have it like either not work or cause people actually issues on the background. So it's real easy to just have a digital form and get a quote out there. What is actually difficult or where we really care is how do we make sure that we're still providing the same service in a digital fashion that if someone sat at the kitchen table with an agent 20 years ago and actually went through their thing, like, how do we replicate that in a digital fashion? So, you know, you know, is good. Uh, the client is good. Everything's taken away. And ultimately, if they find something with us at 2 a.m. and a fire happens at four, everything goes smooth. So, you know, that's really a lot of the aspects that people don't think about. They just think like, oh, you know, let's just digitalize a quote. That's easy. Sure. Uh, you know, well, my engineers will speak for weather. Sure. You know, and that's easy. But <laughs> Overall, I think it's, you know, making sure that, you know, you can replicate the, you know, in a very regulated space, in a very important space that, you know, you're being accurate with all these things when you try to replicate, you know, you're seeing uh, AI as a huge topic right now, right? And it can be very helpful. It also could lead to Terminator 4, right, if done the wrong way. So right. um, we take a lot of responsibility with that. I am like 1% of that. Laura is, uh, is fantastic actually at uh, making sure she always jokes and says that she, everything she does is to keep us all out of jail. And what she really means is, you know, keep us on the straight and narrow, keep company good and ultimately keep the clients uh, in a good place. Yeah, it makes sense. So, so, as, you know, as a leader in the, in the insure tech space, um, you, you probably have some, you know, some thoughts on, you know, where, where's the industry headed? You know, what do you, what do you think the next five to 10 years is going to look like? Yeah, you know, so I started off at the beginning kind of, uh, you know, touching on it, but I think we are at the wave of the like insure tech 3.0 where um, you're going to see insurance, you know, meeting the customer, uh, where they're at day to day, you know, going into your Amazon account and on the right hand side, it's all of a sudden going to say, 
uh, here's a homeowner's quote for you. We already have all the information that we need. You've been, uh, you know, Amazon client for five years. We know where your package is gone. We, uh, we also see that you send to this one away. Is that a rental? If so, here's a, a, a rental quote. So I think that's kind of the next wave you see in the insurance space, uh, especially, you know, depending on what type of insurance, you know, um, I think people try to bucket insurance like in, uh, you know, one, you know, one bucket, right? And even some people will bucket like health insurance and PNC all together, right? But even PNC in general, I think your home and your auto, you're going to continue to see the examples I just shared because you can really do stuff like that. Your 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 big business insurance, your stuff that's still going to need a conversation. I think you're going to see some technology come into that tools, but ultimately that is still, I think, a, like a far from being able to digitalize. I think that there's a lot to that, that you really uh, still need to have some conversations. And then ultimately, I think the next step is for the broker to digitalize themselves and become into the insured tech world. And, you know, what the typical broker would go to an SIA or, you know, some type of aggregator to get their, their carrier contracts, right? Now I could see this new like digital insurance in a box. That's the opposite there. You know, someone who wants to work from home, they want limited service or they want, you know, uh, they want to run a lean shop and they're going to go get a um, Avengers or whatever the name of the thing, which is going to be like an OB rental contract. It's going to be a, a pie for workers comp. It's going to be a hippo home. It's going to be a clear cover auto. So I think you're going to see this, you know, digital transformation into um, where not only are the carriers becoming in the insure tech space, but the aggregators are turning towards that way. I'm sure you have some things as far as like the, how the claims and a lot of like the TPA and different things like that are going to go right. that route. Right. And then ultimately the broker is going to go that route. Right. Because I think brokers are amazing and they're here to stay, but they do need to innovate. Right. Like yeah. that. Right. And so that's where I see the next wave where, you know, now as a broker, I used to try to go find the client. Right. Now I'm going to go find the Amazon. So I'm going to, I'm going to call up OB and say, Hey, OB, my broker, I found these six lenders that we can embed your product in. And I want to just be the broker of record on that. I'm going to make the deal happen. So you're just brokering in a different way, right? You're not actually getting the end user. So I see a lot of that happening as well. Yeah, that makes, makes a lot of sense. I, I think the you know, next five to 10 years is going to be a pretty exciting time, actually. Um, absolutely so if people wanted to learn more about ob where, where would you send them so uh if they want to learn more uh it's just in general uh there's a lot of great info on our uh, ob so, uh, social media across you know most of the platforms or to our web website obinsurance.com uh if you're wanting to actually like hey let's see what your product looks like i have a rental uh you can go right to our site and get a quote and then if you want to go over it we have uh, a sales team that can chat with you on it if you're wanting to chat with me as an individual, um, I am lucky to say, I guess, uh, I am the only Matthew Sudica that I know of that exists. So uh, easy to find on all the social media channels. You can uh, look me up and shoot me a, a message um, or, you know, uh, get a hold of me through that channel. So depending on what you're looking for, whether you're, you know, you're in the insure tech space or you're in the insurance space and you're wanting to connect on that level, get a hold of me. If you're like, hey, I might be a client uh, or, you know, I might want to use. And then last, if you're, I guess, a broker who writes habitational business in the one to four space and you're looking to add another carrier capacity, 
you know, get with me direct or get through our site and we can move you over to our agency development area that could get you a contract and uh, get you going. Great, great. Well, well, Matthew, thank you so much for joining the show. Um, I think this was this is fascinating stuff. Um, anybody out there listening that wants to be a guest on Insurance Claims Innovation, just head on over to secondlook.net and hit the podcast button. So again, thank you, Matthew. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Insurance Claims Innovation. Are you interested in being a guest on our show? We would love to have you. Visit us at go.secondlook.net slash podcast dash guest. Please share Insurance Claims Innovation with others on social media and provide rave reviews about our guests. The goal of Insurance Claims Innovation is to showcase others in the insurance claims arena who are using cutting-edge technology to gain a competitive advantage. Follow us at Insurance Claims Innovation and subscribe to our podcast. You can also follow us on LinkedIn at Second Look Inc. Interested in learning more? Stop by our website at www.secondlook.net. Again, thank you for joining us today. My name is Chris Tidball, and I hope you found this to be time well spent.